Shut up and sit down. My incredible 20 marriage to this man I adored. And one day this shall be the greatest movie and love story ever told and win more Academy Awards than the English patient. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you got a lot to You're say. fiery. And that's what I love about you, Susan. You got fire in you. I am pissed. And I love this. it. I love fire, it. Fire and brimstone. But truly. It just it just it just comes to me. I love it. I love the cameras, I love the live, I don't you want know, to be interrupted, I don't like naturals. The camera rolls and I rock. I like it. That's and the way you got to be. And CBD oil. Remember hemp boca? CBD oils. I took a dose I love it. of it before I left and I am not relaxed. She's plugging I'm your show. Uh, She's uh, plugging uh, your product. I love it. It didn't relax as much as I wanted, but I will do more during half hour. It's a great product and it's good for our shots. Hey, this is partner Gene. We love and miss you. Sorry you can't be here on the show. Absolutely. She's also co owner of Hemp Boca at HempBoca.com. That's right. Best CBD oil in town, baby. Hi, it's the truth. Camera. Anyway. So uh, today I am uh, very excited. Another guest on a Guy Thing podcast. We're we're hitting all levels. We're we're, we're going down every road possible. We've had professional wrestlers on the show. We've had bars on the show. We've had restaurants on the show. We've had shout out Silver Ball Museum retro arcades on the show. Now we have our very first author <laughs> and. Screenplay writer mm-hmm. and HIV/AIDS ad- activist. That's my big thing. Yes. On the show, we are very excited to have yes. Susan Lee Mintz here today. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to be on this show. <laughs> I said in the beginning, I said this is my first podcast. Mm-hmm. I am a 72-year-old virgin who just got her cherry popped on this show. Oh boy! I like I said, like I told you, kids. This is not what you think it is. But this is All the remaining time. This is not spot. what you think it is. There's a reason I scouted her to come on this show. Everything in life is about procedure and going forward. But as soon as you're too stagnant, you're dead. You've got to keep moving forward. In 1990, I wrote this cookbook, Safe Sex Never Tasted So Good. And it's an incredible book. I'm looking for a publisher to buy this one and the rights to the other. You can go and check it out, Google it, anything you want. But it's a great cookbook. The other thing is, though, AIDS activism. That is where I'm really coming from, and that is what I really, my heart is, not just to tell my story, Mm -hmm. but to help people to be aware that it has not gone away, Mm -hmm. that the stigma is real. Mm -hmm. I speak before long-term HIV-AIDS survivors. I speak about the medic. I know my subject matter from 1981. I've been involved for 37, 38 years, hands-on, whether Mm -hmm. it was in my marriage, whether it was with hospice, or whether it's now teaching people and informing them that the medications and what's out there now can help you to live a long and healthy Mm -hmm. life. But the thing is, you must get tested yet. Seniors are the stupidest group out there right now, (laughs) thinking because they can't get pregnant and their kids are grown, that they can know... No seniors over 55 retired smoking your brains out and having your drinks and screwing anybody you want. You kill, get ill. Yeah, you true. can get this virus. Teenagers are more informed than my senior colleagues are. Wow. So as far as I'm concerned, prepare to be, you will definitely have to deal with HIV at some point in your life if you do not do what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do along the way. Healthy choices. That's what we're going to talk about today, guys. This is uh, the first half, you know, we're going to be talking to Susan about this. So if anybody's uh, out there uh, playing hide the pickle, make sure it's wrapped up because uh, it's very important. And that's not a guarantee. There's the other thing. There's PrEP is wonderful. PrEP, <coughs> PrEP is it's called pre-exposure prophylaxis, the best. That is helping people to become undetectable. That is out there. You have, you have as much information mm-hmm. as you could want. Absolutely. But there is no 100% mm-hmm. safe sex Absolutely. other than abstinence. And that's mm-hmm. what saved my life. Mm-hmm. So I love this man dearly. But when I heard about HIV in 81, and I knew he was bisexual, and he was having multiple affairs, and we didn't know anything, we chose to have an abstinently, sexually abstinent relationship. But the love was there. The intimacy was there. Everything. And then when he took ill, I took care of him until he passed. Wow. So it's not a question of that. It's a question of choices that mm-hmm. you have to be aware of. You have to make healthy choices. But it's different now than it was in the 80s and 90s. If you don't know about it, mm-hmm. it's because you don't want to. Mm-hmm. 
And that's a big reason I'll keep going until my movie is made on my story, this love story, Committed to Love. You go to SusanMintz.com and you can read all the YouTube, and you can do everything. I feel like I've been around this thing from day one, <laughs> and I have. Yeah. But I was born mm -hmm. to do this. This is the legacy and the ministry mm -hmm. that God gave me. I could see the passion already. The way you talk it, about it, it is. I definitely could It'll see never stop. You know, that passion. I'm an advocate and a proponent mm -hmm. for activism mm -hmm. and HIV. Remove the stigma. Mm -hmm. Bring people together. I was saying this on the way over. Nobody looks at HIV like I do as a uniter. Mm -hmm. I Twitter this all the time. HIV could be a uniter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't care about your religious preferences or your sexual agenda or your you're black or white or your mm -hmm. or your Democrat or your polit. It doesn't care. Right. All mm -hmm. it wants to do is get in a vessel. So for me, it could bring every community out. Mm -hmm. It could unite Republicans and Democrats as an issue. It could do Christians, Jewish, Muslims, and Buddhists. It could do black and white. We are so compartmentalized into our little groups that we're not seeing a big picture called HIV AIDS that's still here. Yep. And it could mm -hmm. bring people together. And if a story, if my book gets made into a series or a movie, that would be what I would speak about. Mm -hmm. Bringing people together through something that you can prevent, but that there are medications out there that can help Absolutely. and there's information out mm -hmm. there that can help and that you don't have to become a victim like people perhaps were and I hate that word because you're not a victim but I know that in the 70s and 80s and early 90s that you didn't have the information you have mm -hmm. but yep. now once I can get my platform established remove that stigma you're going to have people coming out from every every sector of our population saying, I'm HIV positive, and I'm proud of it, and I'm not ashamed, mm -hmm. and I'm not bad, and I didn't do anything wrong. Come out. Mm -hmm. Actresses, actors, you have your, the other thing that pisses me off tremendously, you have your charity balls, you have your AIDS events, you have all of this, all of that. Where's all that money really going to? Right, it's going in somebody's pocket. Do you that's, really know where your AIDS walks are going, yeah. all of this other right. stuff? Mm -hmm. The thing is, is I would rather see you, if you want to do an event, yeah. that's great. Give it to a local community right. place. Well, Give I, it mm -hmm. to a local somebody that's doing it. Give Absolutely. it to your health department. Mm -hmm. Give it to the World AIDS Museum. Find a facility near you that's mm -hmm. treating people. Give it to them. Absolutely, I agree with you. And we're gonna we're gonna get more into this in a second. I just wanted to uh, give a special talking. thanks. You're doing great. I want to give a special thanks to our last guest, financial advisor Erich Lipstein, for being on the show last week. He gave excellent financial advice. Uh, if you want to reach out, if you need advice on anything, if you have any questions, hit him up five six one three seven six three nine one three. Also, just a quick update, this is week one complete of DDPY Yoga. I've been on it for a week now. I have nine herniated discs in my back. I'm trying everything I can to get that chronic pain out. I do take CBD oil, and I will tell you this, um, I'm very sore from DDPY, uh, but that's just week one. So I'm interested to see what the, the outcome is on that. So I'll keep you guys weekly updated on DDP Yoga. Uh, but before we get into more questions with Susan, today... Uh, we are going to discuss gender fluid person that licked an airplane toilet seat. Florida security guard farts his way to getting fired and much more on the show. Uh, and also, my cousin, co-hosting tonight, yeah. owner of Hemp Boca, Chris Ronzo. How are you? Hey, <laughs> cuz. What's up there, brother? So proud I of forgot you. the bottle of wine. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. No problem, no problem. I'm sorry. She's I'm got the oil. It's okay. You're a little selfish. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, brother. We're having a good time, man. Yeah, thanks yeah. for inviting me. It's great to see you again. Where's our martinis? Forget oh. the wine. That's what I'm talking about. Right. What about shots? Shots. I'll do some fireball. Tequila. Why don't you run out in the middle of your show? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put right? us on pause and get us some tequila and we'll do some That's shots. What I, maybe they'll have a leftover bottle of wine they can bring. So uh, if, uh, for our live uh, viewers, if you haven't noticed, we're actually in a smaller office today. Uh, typically, we're in the main conference room at Cross Country Studios, uh, but they're doing like a wine tasting event today. Uh, so we kind of burrowed in here. Um, but hopefully... There'll be some leftover wine. Do not ask. No. <laughs> you have nothing to do with that event. That's not. That has nothing to do with me. I don't either, but I would ask. We'll we'll see how it pans out. I think I think if we throw it out there in the universe, I got a funny feeling it's just going to come to us. How so. if I just stand outside and look thirsty? <laughs> so, 
Uh, you, you know, I'm glad, glad you gave our listeners an insight on, you know, why you're an HIV activist and your situation. Now, I really want to know, and I think our listeners would want to know, because I think, like, we're, we're all involved in different relationships, right? Some people involved in, in very traumatic relationships, abusive relationships, relationships full of lies, no trust, a lot of different things. What was it like for you to find out your husband's secret life? And the fact that he he contracted he contracted this disease emotionally, like what was that like for you before you you became this HIV activist? How, how was that? I was you? 11 years old when I met my husband. When I met Jeffrey, handsomest, most incredible little guy. We were best friends, and I got pregnant. I mean, I slept with half the city and everybody else from the United Nations. Oh, God. So that didn't matter. I mean, it didn't matter. I have no biases about anything. And so next thing I know, I come home one time to get married to somebody else, and he came home from college, and he was with everybody, and he's so handsome. And so next thing I know, well, we get we got drunk one night on some Russian vodka, and he woke up the next day on the floor naked. And six weeks later, I was pregnant. And of course, you had to do the right thing. It was Troy, New York, and there was only one gynecologist, and he took care of my mother-in-law and my mother, and everybody thought, how could Jeffrey have been the one so that knocked me up when I slept with everybody else? So the moral of the story, is don't, so the moral <laughs> story is don't get knocked up in a small town by your best friend. <laughs> so they will talk. So we went on our honeymoon four months later to Spain, and next thing I know, he's got a wall around him. He always had a wall around him. And we had big fights, fought a lot. And then the next thing I know, the passion was incredible, but we fought a lot. And he says he thinks he might be gay because he's had a couple of sexual relationships in college with men. Well, what do I know from it? We cried, we screamed, we did, we canceled everything, and then we just kind of moved on. And then we really, literally, he was okay for a while. And I mean okay that he was able to get more into marriage. He was going for his master's degree, then we were going for his doctorate. And it was in Gainesville when he was going for his doctorate, things started to really surface. Mm -hmm. And then everything, we, my story is a combination of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf with Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor. If you've never heard of it, get mm -hmm. it. It's, it's brilliant. Love Story from 1970 where she has leukemia and dies, big deal. Mm -hmm. Now we're dealing with The Notebook where it's Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. I got all three movies. I got all three movies in me. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, The Love Story with Leukemia, and The Notebook with Alzheimer's, but The Passion. The passion of The Notebook was the passion that Jeffrey and I had. Mm -hmm. He would never have left me. I wouldn't have left him. But as many lovers as he had, and I knew many of them, and as much as we were, I was never supposed to leave him, and I would never have left him. I'm all chilled right now because I know it's the truth. He would never have divorced me. Not one of his lovers ever knew that he would ever have left me. They knew they couldn't compete with his stability and his rock. But I was also in a terrible place in myself because I knew that AIDS had happened, and his partners in our neighborhood we lived in in Houston was very artistic, and a lot of my dental hygiene patients were dying, and my neighborhood was dying. I saw my neighborhood wiped out. And I knew, though, when I heard about AIDS in 81, and when God spoke to me, and he said to stay with this man and love him now more than he's that you've ever loved him before because he's going to need you more later than he's ever needed you mm -hmm. before and that's when we made that decision but the love is there the passion mm -hmm. was there never stopped we just didn't mm -hmm. have a sexual relationship but to this day 25 years later i am still a widow i do not date i do not want to get married i want to make a movie from my story help tens of millions of people around the world who will possibly either save their marriage, at least my husband told me early on that he thought he was gay, and you don't think you're gay, you're either gay or you're not. If you repress right. your sexuality at some point, sweetheart, it's going to be acted out some way, so get mm -hmm. over the myth that you can change your man, you can change your woman. Mm -hmm. You're not going to change someone's sexuality. Mm -hmm. So don't mm -hmm. don't even try to do it. Accept it, walk, leave, run, cry, but don't. I got to tell you, that's true love right there, because there's, there's relationships out there there's marriages out there that are mind-boggling to me how they end oh, yeah. with such um, little, little problems that become huge issues, apparently. Mm -hmm. And then marriages end. And then you hear a story like this. 
So anybody that's out there that's like questioning their relationship, their marriage, uh-huh. and and you know you don't have it as bad as some people do. And look what she, look what this woman sure. did. And I took Come care on of now. him for two over two years. Every moment I wrote those journals. That's how the book became because every day when he was diagnosed full blown AIDS related pneumonia, deathly ill with 105 yeah. fever and put in the hospital. I, the nurses, everybody was gloved up. It was like the men from Glad then. I mean, you, nobody knew what they were. It was just, I just sat there in a chair near the phone, and I'm watching everybody treat this man as if he was a leper, and he had, and nobody knew much about it. Mm. And all I know is there was a little piece of paper, a pad near the phone, with a pen. And God again, and you can tell me she's crazy, she hears from God. No, God will talk to you if you shut up long enough and stay in the quiet and listen to him. Mm-hmm. He talks in your heart. But he talked to me and said, take it and start writing. And for over two years, every night, I never went to bed without documenting every detail of our experience from June 20th, 1992 to his death, August 17th, 1994. That's what's in 15 journals, and I ended up transposing it a couple years later into this book. So that's why when I say it's a mini-series, this is not a book for 90 minutes, even lifetime. <coughs> this is a movie that's meant to be drawn out, mm-hmm. lengthy, and involve marriage, involve AIDS, involve women. But that is the other thing is don't be deceived today because the media isn't covering it. Mm-hmm. Don't be deceived today because that one person was cured again. Don't be deceived. So, anything. So what's unfortunate is that in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, HIV was all over the news. All over That's the news. right, it was. You know, everybody's coming out of the woodwork, oh, we yeah. got to do this, we're gonna, let's, let's create all these foundations, and, and then now we're here in the 2000s. I, I, have, I remember when the last time I put on the television, or, or in the newspaper, or, or something, or the social media was talking about... Mm-hmm. HIV. He's talking about fighting HIV. What could we do? Mm-hmm. You know, having all the you know these charity events and things. And I remember there were so many of them. Where have you where have you gone, John? It was, it oh, was, you know, back in New York, there was so many. Well, look, look what happened with Magic Johnson when he first got diagnosed. Same oh, time. It I was huge. It was huge. Every everything was AIDS when you you saw it on TV and the newspapers. Everything was AIDS. You know. I feel like a dinosaur in that respect because I have never stopped believing that I know this story will touch millions of lives. I've never stopped believing that they're going to find a cure in the next couple of years. And I do know that the amount of money spent on research, again, the pharmaceutical companies should be ashamed of themselves, not only for HIV, but the prices they charge for drugs, but especially, you've got some of the poorest people with HIV yes. who have no medication, they can't afford, they don't have even Medicare, they don't have a, right. they big pharma, the pharmaceutical industry today should be on their knees asking God for forgiveness. Listen, many, many of us, not all of us, but many of us in the, in the in the uh, cannabis and CBD industry, on a flip side of that, what the farm, what the farmers are doing, what the pharmaceuticals are doing to, to people with their painkillers, opioids, yep. and stuff, and it's 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 sickening. Look at Purdue. Purdue's getting these may file bankruptcy because of these gazillion dollar lawsuits because of the oxycontin. The doctors prescribed it. Check this Pharmacies out. allowed it. There's it's check this out, Susan. It's not just a pharmaceutical company. You got your pain management clinics that are crunch for stuff. You got your doctors who are doing scripts they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Check this out. You're going to you may appreciate this. So this happened in London. Uh, on March 5th this article came out just a few weeks ago. HIV positive man in Britain has become the second known adult mm-hmm. worldwide to be cleared of AIDS virus after he received a bone marrow mm-hmm. transplant mm-hmm. from HIV resistant donor. Mm-hmm. So almost three years after receiving bone marrow stem cells from a donor with a rare genetic mutation that resists HIV infection, Mm -hmm. and more than 18 months after coming off antiretroviral drugs, highly sensitive tests still show no trace of the man's previous Mm -hmm. HIV infection. Try doing that, though, to millions of people. Right. I mean, you're talking about two people in all these years who have had that through a bone marrow transplant. Right. Listen, try doing that uh, to your average person. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. They're cloning dogs now. They oh, better have it figured John, out. Let me tell you. Uh, on this, on the CBD side of things, yeah. you know, the marijuana industry. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the government has hundreds and hundreds of patents that they've owned patents mm-hmm. disclosing what marijuana and indoor CBD can do to people. Hmm over the hundreds of years and, and they're going to be forced to release this information out to the public they've known they've known what cbd thc hemp 
marijuana plant, the hemp plant, oh, yeah. cannabinoids, yeah. cannabidiols. They've yeah. known everything that this is all natural, yeah. organic, and it helps people. This country is so hundreds of patents. This country is so screwed up. The media doesn't give a damn about it. Want them? These pharmaceutical companies don't care. All they want is the money. You can go to India. You can go to so many countries. They're smoking right out there in the street. You go to Amsterdam. Jesus, there's nobody who's not smoking. Amsterdam is the most progressive country in the world, and I've been there. It's wonderful. Listen, this country is so messed up when it comes to its ego, its power. That's all about. The money. The it's all about the money. The quality mm-hmm. of life they deserve. How? How? So I want to hear. I want to everybody hear this. How you're growing? Your audience has grown. Yeah. So fast. Let me tell you something, man. My cousin, a guy, thinks that the greatest podcast. <laughs> he delivers incredible information, valuable information, and because of him and because of you, he has grown so fast. You know, this is a, a couple really special topics that we're talking about. HIV. You know CBD, and what's the common denominator? It's the pharmaceutical companies. Yep. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're an advocate of HIV and wanting to get off those drugs and get into something all natural or other preventatives or any or any education, reach out to Susan Mitch. She will Absolutely. help you. If you if you if you're big on CBD or cannabis or, or, or CBD products that can help you in an organic and healthy way, again, it's the opposite effect of being on uh, taking these. Drugs that can kill you from the pharmaceuticals. They don't care. They want you addicted. Mm-hmm. They it, not addiction to feeling better. They want you back in the medical office at, at, at pharmacies to get to get the drugs again. Mm-hmm. Go back and get more prescriptions. Just keep following Joe. A, a guy thing. A podcast is always great information here. Spread the word. The more people like you support my cousin here. Support all of us that are for these two. Uh, it's just amazing. And the other thing is, if, Thank you. if you go, though, to, and I'm so grateful that Joey wanted me on, and I met him through Cousin Chris from the Hemp Focus Show. And, and that's the cool thing. On. That's the cool thing is that, you know, and organic then, stuff here, guys. You know, I, uh, I don't... Look, I could reach out to people and say, hey, you know, I'll pay you X amount of dollars to come on my show. I could do that, right? But why? There's something special about organic growth. There's something special about... Linking together with one person, another person yeah. linking together with another, and then all of a sudden things just start to happen, right? I think yeah. that's the best kind of growth because it's real. Because nothing right? is an accident. And I heard everything is purposed. And if I, if I met Susan on the street, I don't think I would think to. And this is not a knock against you, but I don't think I would think to have you on my show. But then when I met you through my cousin and we had such a great interaction, then I heard your story. I was like, wow, what an amazing. Human being, and what I'm an amazing story! You're too old for me. <laughs> and and listen, let me, uh, he's too old for me. Too old. Let me, take, let me take one minute and just brief on how you and I rejoined. Oh, that's how a funny story. Listen, everybody, we go about an hour, joke. maybe a little longer. I don't want him to take a this is my <laughs> blood here. This is my real, true second cousin. You want to know how we rejoined from from many many years ago? My business partner, Gene. Shout out to Gene. I know you're working. God bless. Uh, she's known my cousin. Shout out for, to Dasani. What four to six years, and didn't even know. I met Gene randomly last year through a mutual friend, and we started hemp Oka together. All this time, she's known my second cousin. So listen, the stars have lined in so yeah. many reasons. That's right. That's another another organic story. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, really, that was. Crazy how that happened. I thank you that I was on the show and met both of you. Absolutely. The other thing I just want to say about going to my website is Mm -hmm. susanmintz.com. There are not only YouTube, you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook, but there's interviews that range from my marriage to my relationships to hospice and to every... So if you did really want to know Susan Lee Mintz, you're not going to know it from one show, but if you go to my website... There's at least 10 or 12 or maybe 15 interviews mm-hmm. on various subjects that I've dealt with. And I thank God for giving me the money and the time since he's passed in 94. He's given me time and money to be able to do that and wear the different hats and wherever I'm supposed to go. Yeah. That's what you. That's the other thing I would tell people is if you don't have faith, you don't have anything. That's right. You don't have to believe in God. But if you at some point had a look in the mirror and say, I can do this, and that's your faith. And mm-hmm. I know one thing, that's what my love for him was about and my love for my marriage. 
This is mm -hmm. about commitment. You don't leave somebody because they didn't take the trash out. The people who are getting married and doing a lot of relationships now are walking for the stupidest reasons. When you make a commitment to love somebody, you stick to it. Because if not, there's somebody much bigger up there watching you. Absolutely. This is not a coincidence that the three of us Listen, met. the pharmaceutical mm -hmm. companies, there are labs out there that are now getting buying out CBD businesses. They won't be able they're, to. They're, of course. Like yeah, they're trying to gobble everybody oh, up. They're, they're, but they're going to fail. They're going to fail because people, they, listen, they legalize marijuana the most powerful person is mm -hmm. the consumer. You bet. Right? We are. You know God what? He's the most powerful person. Artificial can never outlast natural. No. Never. never. It just can't, you, you just can't. Photo you can't copy an original. You can't. Last week, you can't. no joke, last week, there was, there's a company, I haven't released a name yet, they're going to. There's a company on NASDAQ worth millions of dollars was just investigated and, and uh, caught putting deadly chemicals in CBD products. What? Deadly chemicals in CBD products. Listen to this part. I'm getting chills because I get pissed why off not, when I hear not? this. Why not? I'm fucking pissed off. Let me tell you, they've had their license for 11 months. They've been on NASDAQ not too long. Think about this. Think about That's what crazy. these people are doing. When you're out there and you're, you're getting to CBD and you, you, you're not sure about it, Read about what you're gonna buy. Go yeah. in there and buy it because yeah. there are products that you can go buy for five bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks. It's true. You need to question the quality, question the labeling. A lot of mislabeling going on out there. A lot of fake oil. Did you know that the labs can make synthetic CBD products at six hundred percent stronger? Seriously, people, That's watch wild. what you're putting in your yeah, body. Yeah, seriously. And no. marijuana should be legal in every state for over the no. age of 18. Legalize marijuana, control it, tax it, yep. throw it here, and make it easy. If you can yeah. serve, if you can vote, if you can pay taxes, if you can serve your country and maybe come back dead or half brain dead, and when you're worried about your government taking care of you, if you can do all that thing, yep. and I can go into a 7-Eleven and buy a bottle of wine at 3 o'clock in the morning, I should be able to go into any legitimate place, right. charge it, write a check, have the feds handle it, and mm -hmm. have it legalized, and stop all this medical nonsense and all this crap that's going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make it a federal, you allow, and I think a day, somebody who ran on that alone could win. Yeah. I would run stating, legalize marijuana in every state Damn right. over the yeah. age of 18. Puff, puff, pass, How baby. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's what Susan Lee Absolutely. And phone would yeah. go right on. Legalize marijuana and get rid of all the big pharmacy places and get rid of half of Congress and get them a new hairdo and get them better hair and shut them <laughs> the hell up. They've all got and, the same bad hair. And Joe, when, when we resume our show, which it's always been, mm -hmm. we, when we were on our show, we were all about awareness. We're all yeah. about educating. Tell my listeners consumers. about your show. Listen. How can, uh, they, get, how can they get hooked up on your yeah, show? Uh, it's called the Hemp Focus Show. It's on 95.3, 1470 WNN. We are on iHeartRadio every Tuesday from 2.30 to 3.30. Starting Tuesday, we're oh, yeah. resuming. Actually, we're resuming because we did a lot of changes. Starting April 2nd, we were just offered this. And also, uh, our producers, God bless them, they had uh, finished agreements with Hulu mm -hmm. and uh, Amazon Prime and Netflix. And yeah. they had just decided to create our show again and bring us on. Beautiful. What's exciting, so, man? But that's but huge. Listen, we, we huge. We listen to our show. We're all about. We're very, very uh, non-biased. We're all about educating you. You don't have to buy our products at all. We just want you to be aware of what's out there. That's what's mm -hmm. most important to us. Absolutely, aware. I love it. So. You're doing great. Oh, speaking of which, uh, speaking of changes, uh, there was a little uh, change in uh, the Guy Thing Podcast website. Little chat. Had a little head scratching moment this morning. I went to log wow. on. I went to log on to a guy thing podcast.com. It's not there. It vanished somehow, some way. I don't know. It was a little head scratcher. I was like scratching my head on that one. Uh, Violation? Total, <laughs> total redesign, folks. We've done a total redesign. It was just, a, like I said, a head scratching moment, uh, but a total redesign. And the new website, guy thing podcast.com. Nice. Sometimes I say, get the F out. I had to take the A. We had to get the A out. Guythinkpockets.com, even better. Better. Nice. Than the last one. Wait till you see this website. Very interactive. You're going to love it. 
So check it out. Just rolled out today. You're talented, man. People, you don't understand what Joe has to put together to get this thing going every week for you guys. He does this all himself. Fantastic, man. Great job. Thanks, brother. Great job. Well, it's getting back to you. Commitment and, and having faith, right? Faith. I, I, what you said was perfect faith, because I've love. had people tell me, uh, you're crazy about doing your podcast. Why are you doing it? Blah, blah, blah. People think I'm nuts, right? And they have other people that love it, right? But that's great. Everybody's got their own opinion, but it's better what I think about it, right? Exactly. If I enjoy doing something, I'm going to do it, right? Yes. If, I, if I have faith and I'm committed to it and I feel like this is something that is, is bigger than what do. other people think. Yep. Just because somebody gives me a negative comment or a negative review, that's great. But I don't care because I'm going to do what I feel is right. And the people that are fit to be with me are the ones that are, are going to support me. And the ones that don't are going to drop off really quickly. So I embrace the ones that drop off. Just that's It's it. time to go. It's, it's time to more, go. There are more critics out there. And then support. It says, what is the expression? It says, people that do don't talk, and people that talk, talk don't, don't do. And I'm going to tell you something. Well, I think I'm it's good very at both, true. though. I do and talk, so I'm fine. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Great people stick with you. Great people do really nice things for you that don't have to do nice things for you, no. right? It's so true. And it. I've always lived my life like that. I've always been really nice and respectful to people. And somehow, some way, it's... I've never. I don't. I feel like I never really gave someone a real true reason to be disrespectful to me, but it happens quite often. And it took me a long time to actually embrace that yeah. fall off of friendships right. and relationships. Oh, but I've. But I've actually embraced it. And I've actually thanked God that you know what. Get rid of them as if, if as fast as you can, because this train is not stopping. Yeah. And and another thing I wanted to get into. Um, is Cross Country Mortgages. Yes. Our sponsor, let me tell you something about these guys here at this place. They're unbelievable. They are unbelievable because they give me this facility to do my show in for free. They do it for free. We. They, you want to talk about organic folks? If you have something in you, in you that says, you know what, I really want to do something, open your mouth, talk to people about mm -hmm. it. You never know unless you talk about it, right? So true. I had a conversation with the owner here Love the idea of me having my show here. Now, if I had never asked, maybe I'd be somewhere else. But I am so happy to be here. This place is beautiful. It's awesome. The people are amazing here. And just so you know, they're open 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yes. Seven days a week. This place does not sleep. You want a mortgage? This is the place to be. Seriously. They get the job done. They got my mortgage done. In 12 days, I was closed. Amazing. Amazing, incredible place, super professional. You got to hit these guys up. They're number one in the game, best in the game. Our sponsors, I love them. They're the best. They truly are the best. I love them very much. And I want Shout you to hit up, to awesome. hit up my boy Frank Cristiano. Um, he was actually on episode, I think, five. Um, you got to You just got to listen to it. It's a really good show. Frank knows his shit, and you guys will be really pleased. The show's here every week, folks. We don't miss a beat, just like cross country. So, when, when you're purposed Absolutely. to do something, even if it's for a few minutes, or for a day, or for a year, or for your lifetime, expect the rejections. Expect that you'll eventually want them. Because to me, the more rejections, disappointments, everything I've had in my life only says I've gotten to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, without if I didn't try. I fail, but the mere fact I try to said wake up one day and say, yeah, there's no reason why my story can't be made into a right. major motion picture. Right. For, for sure. me not to believe that would be defeating possibly you my own destiny in life. Can't imagine, that right. You can't imagine when Gina and I started Hamboka a year ago, a year, it's going to be a year. Wow. One year. That's crazy. It's crazy. We, you know, the, the ups and downs, the, Tribes and tribulations get stronger, and you get stronger. But you know stronger. something? We work so well together. We mm -hmm. get through it. You know, and, and we're so thankful 
so thankful how things are going, and and, and uh, you know we take it slow, mm-hmm. but taking it slow it is is slowly it's starting to pay off now. You go at so, your pace. You go at your pace. Yeah. And, you know you said something earlier, Joey. It's like you never know. Well, first of all, you never know what tomorrow's going to bring, right? When you have passion, mm-hmm. you believe in something, oh, you go yeah. with that instinct. Oh yeah. You go for it. Don't. Don't worry about the evil eye that's surrounding right. you because they're all about jealousy. They're all jealous. They're all insecure. Mm-hmm. That's the issue mm-hmm. because they see what you have and they don't have it. Right. You know. So instead of praising you, it, it's easier for someone to be the negative because it makes them feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's where the news right. is coming from today. You're not getting the news reported. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. getting the news slanted. You're getting the news according to what the news station wants you to say. Exactly. You're not getting it accurately mm-hmm. anymore. It's very hard to stay legitimate mm-hmm. and honest and stay in your lane and not deviate when mm-hmm. there's always bombardment. Things are coming at you that want to take you off your you know, path. Mm-hmm. And as long as people are involved, as long as your heart is for the people, yeah. mm-hmm. number one, are you valuable in my eyes and in God's eyes? Huh. Are you valuable to someone else? It's all about value, human mm-hmm. value, you, being treated humanely, being treated with respect, don't cast anybody out because you don't know who that lottery ticket is going to go to the next day. I wish it was me, man, because I played that Powerball yesterday. <laughs> don't, truly, though, don't burn a bridge. That's Even great. if they mm-hmm. hate you and they reject you, just let it walk. Absolutely. Just walk and be nice you know, and just walk away. But don't say anything really bad because you don't know tomorrow how that person you said, take thank risk. you so yeah. much. Risk. you got to take risks. Mm-hmm. Oh. There, I can't, I can't say too much about it because one, I don't want to jinx it. Two, Gene and I made a promise we're not talking about stuff that because it's gotten to a point where there was a couple weeks ago we were out Mm -hmm. and I just sat there. We were, we were, um, we had a couple appointments and went to lunch and I'm like, I thought of this idea and um and I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I'm making a phone call. Nobody's thought of this idea. I made a phone call to a major uh, company and got the person that said, you know, it's a great idea. Let's, uh, I'll call you. Let's see what happens. Whatever. Now I got off the phone. I was like, you know, I'm probably not going to call. A week and a half goes by. I get a, I get a phone call. Not only that day, it got up to the, uh, the creator of the company, but he actually assigned, you know, legal mm-hmm. and is looking into this particular idea that's pretty amazing I've already met with them mm-hmm. and it's, that's you know I can't really say too much but oh, it's, it's always us it's in always this room you no. can tell us <laughs> just three of us it's just a guy thing in a window I know right nobody's out there really. <laughs> no and uh, you know you gotta take risks you, you don't do. know what's gonna happen you don't know what's gonna happen and, and dude Absolutely. Stay committed, stay focused, and, and enjoy it while you do it. And that's it. Forget about everything else. Exactly. Just know in your mind, there's always going to be negative things that are going to happen. There's always going to be negative people that are going to happen. That oh, comes with the territory, folks. It. So just continue. Don't worry about that stuff. Right. Expect it. And when you expect it, you're not going to be surprised by it. Yeah, that's I why I don't really give a shit. I just no, do what I, I want to do. But let's get right into it. I want to talk about this week in social media. Very important stuff going on, folks. If you want to talk about some true news here i got some for you let's just kick it right off gender fluid person films itself licking airplane toilet seat this has been all over social media uh video was posted on twitter and viewed over six million times it defended itself for the video and said that it is a sex worker uh the video was posted by twitter user at grimiest g-r-i-m-i-e S-T-T. What does this even mean? So, wait a minute. Unfortunately, from from my hometown, Brooklyn, so I'm very sad to report that, this person also posts uh, weird sexual videos. I didn't personally look at them. This is what I read. I don't want to look at them. Now, this person identifies as gender fluid. And if you don't know who a gender fluid is... Gender fluid means they don't consider Whatever. themselves a man or a woman. Exactly. They're like some some sort of in between. Oh, I thought it meant liquid. Liquid. What I, uh, happens when, I mean, what's, I mean, oh, I thought it was liquids. Uh, and this I is. I didn't understand what gender liquids would be other than 
I, 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 I yeah, a couple squirts. The whole fluid thing was that they just don't, they don't recognize. Yeah, they're fl- uh, yeah, they're fluid. They're like they're, the, yeah. it's it's just another weird name for weird people. That's how I look at it. I, I, I mean, that's then that's about where you're just you're doing social media. What's getting six million hits or so? Right. What are people looking for? Are they looking for content that's real? But you're looking, you're licking so toilet this, seats. You li- you go in an airplane and lick the toilet seat. Sick and twisted. That is it. Is it? The society is this. <laughs> This is ent- this is considered entertainment. This is what people are waiting for. They need to for. get a job. They need to get a life. You know what? They need to get volunteer. Go back to school. They need what? to get out of their brains. What, what happens? Smoke. I, I'm sitting on an airplane smoke. and I'm thinking to myself, what can I do to get attention from people? Ah, I'm gonna lick the fucking toilet seat in an airplane. That alone is so sick. What a shithead. Absolute disgrace. Now, first of all, I don't have... Look, Susan's on the show, right? And Susan, obviously, you just heard her story. But I got to speak freely because this is... Oh, this do. This show is about you. speaking your mind, speaking freely, right? I don't get it with the gender thing. I, I This identifying as this and well, that, yeah. I, think it's out of, I think it's getting out it's of control. control. It's out of hand. If you got a set of balls, you're a guy. It's plain and simple. If you got two parts, if you were born that way, what is it? Hermaphrodite. Is that the proper term or a transgender? Is that the proper term? I'm so loaded on CBD oil right now. I can't even think. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is like, I think like we have these really crazy people out there that are starting to come up with these this terminology to identify themselves. Yeah, why can't you say like some guy licked the toilet seat? Instead of gender, gender fluid, fluid. like gender I gotta be honest, folks. Toilet seat. In my walk of life, I have never, ever met someone that identified as a gender fluid, as a transgender. They, m- I may have met a transgender person before, never known it because they didn't disclose it to me. But all this shit that I see on the internet, on the news about transgender this and gender fluid that, I don't identify as this. I identify as that. I see it all on social media, I see it all on TV, but I never actually meet them in real life. Which oh. I, I just find that interesting. I did though, in Houston where we lived, we moved to Houston in 1974, and we were there till 85, and we lived in an RD, RD area called Montrose, and it was, it was the Kaja Foe, I mean, that was the way it was. Wow. The bars, and the people, mm-hmm. and the drag queens that were judging the Miss Houston contests, and I mean, the, it was Liza Minnelli, and Diana Ross, and Barbara Streisand, I mean, your big stars in yeah. the 80s were all in, I mean, it was all drag. But so were they hurting anybody? World, my world involved so you know, much of that that nothing, I was, I used to go to the bathroom, and yeah. lots of times in the men's rooms, I would go, because the women's room would be and there'd be somebody in the ladies room who had a penis i never thought <laughs> twice about it so i don't i never but were they licking it. toilet seats not in, not in front of me <laughs> but i'm saying i my world involved bisexuality sexuality homosexuality cross-dressers transgressors mm-hmm. i mean drag queens um, that was part of my life which made me still comfortable with all people right. because I never looked at anybody. I still you know, don't. You know what's going to I be, just want people to be you know happy right. to do something good for someone else. You know there you go. That's exactly right. We're put here to make it better for people. I guarantee people. you, Hollywood, I guarantee you by the end of this year, this toilet seat person, liquor, is going to have some, going to be on some talk or some radio show, some television of show. Of course. And maybe offered some job in Hollywood because they call this talent. I would never their ass. I would never in a million years. I talk about it on the show. There's a reason I talk about this stuff on the show because I think it's funny. I'm on social media. So many of my listeners are on social we're all on social media and you see these crazy things, right? It's like head shaking moments. I think it's funny to talk about, but I also think it's sad at the same time. But it's it's cool to talk about it because this is the society we live in. It's always something. Someone is doing one-upping the next nut job out there. So we got to talk about it, right? But I would never have these people on the show except I did make one exception for the next subject because I really thought this was funny. I don't care what anybody says. Security guard filmed his farts for six months on the job, went viral. <laughs> for six months? Six months straight. He so. filmed them? How he filmed you, himself, so he got his. Film them? He got. <laughs> no, no, he took a picture of himself 
like video recording his facial expression while he passed gas on the job. So this guy, he goes by the fake name on Instagram as Paul Flart. Uh, this occurred at Florida Regional Medical Center. He's a security guard at the front desk. He's the guy that when you go to the emergency room, he's so, the security guard in the uniform checking so you in. Let me ask you a question. Bro. How do you do that, though? So he shows his face? He shows his face. He shows his face. We know where fired. he works. Yeah. And he gives out a fake name? And he gives out a fake We're not name. Gonna I, him did out. I did find out his first name was <laughs> Doug. Guy. His first name is Doug. I did find that out. Is he that lonely? Is he that unhappy? Oh, he won't be having his job. Well, wait, wait. So, no, he got fired. Yeah, yeah. He got fired. So he said that he noticed the front desk area where he was working. He was working the uh, graveyard shift, I believe. So it was like, you know, very quiet. And he noticed there was a very loud echo in the lobby. So one night when nobody was in there, he passed gas and it was a, a rippling thunderous sound. And it echoed throughout the entire lobby. So he thought it was funny. So what he did was he uh, filmed his facial expression while he passed gas. And the louder the better. And then he would save it and post it on his Instagram page. And every single day he would <laughs> rip a fart <laughs> at work. And, and he's a chubby guy with a mustache. He looks like a busted up Ron Jeremy. And Ron Jeremy's pretty busted up. And then... Like moving your bowels in living color. <laughs> so these loud cracking sounds went viral. And uh, the video, uh, basically what happened was, now he's got over... You want to talk about freaky stuff and... and, and Hundred thousand, over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram for farting, and there's no other post but a there's fart. No one else passes gas. He happens to be the only one. I mean, I got to give the guy some credit. Is, they're pretty. Yeah. They're pretty record breaking. You're, you're dealing yeah. with CBD and trying to get people off opioids right. and healthier and off of medications. I'm trying to tell a story about HIV and affect millions of right. millions of lives around the corner. I'm lucky if one day I get one follower. You see what I'm saying? And I'm dealing with life-threatening issues. Right. Teenagers committing suicide because of their sexuality and seniors yeah. going on a cruise and sleeping with someone who they don't know, who's probably... Yeah. I'm on Facebook. Isn't that mind-boggling to you that you're actually trying to do something positive I'm and you get people that do the these things? I'm from HIV infection, getting infected to lose right. a vaccine. This woman goes on a cruise. Now, she's my age. She's 60-something. I'm 72. So, anyway, these are the stories that I hear. So she goes on a cruise, and remember, when you're 16, you might sleep with a few people. Yeah. But when you're 65 or 70, you could have slept with the band, you know, the, the Florida FAU band, for that matter. <laughs> Next thing I know, she the goes... Trombone. She, the trombone. Going through the whole section, the flutes and then the trombones, <laughs> the panties and the violins, the strings, everything. Going through the whole section, like a money pit, where she says, I'm going to go through the whole woodwind section. But anyway, so she goes there, and she sleeps with this man for 10 days or two weeks, well, needless to say, she... Sorry, Black Dick. Again, yes! I yes! Hit, Every hit. single time someone bumps into that, they say sorry to it. Sorry, Thank black you so dick. much. Six-inch Black Dick, I'm so sorry. She's never seen me. It's so funny. Too. So, next thing I know, so she, next thing I know, so she's not feeling well. Of course, being older right away, the doctor would never think she's got anything wrong. It's her age. Yeah. No. Finally, after something with her hair or something with her skin or something, they do a test. She's HIV positive. This woman contracted from some guy on a cruise ship that she slept with while she was dancing and having a great time with, and now she's HIV positive at my age. My issue would be, wow. how do you tell your bridge club that? Well, Myrna says, well, I take high blood pressure medications every single day. And the other one says, well, I'm a diabetic, so I have to watch everything I eat. And the other one says, well, I have to do this, and my blood pressure's up and all this. Well, I happen to be HIV positive. You will not be asked back to your bridge club. Crazy. So when I, I'm trying mm -hmm. to deal with life life issues yeah. suicides mm -hmm. people's sexuality issues not knowing where to go to where to turn to health yeah. department stuff and there's somebody who's licking the toilet seat yeah. and showing his farts and they're getting attention <laughs> i know this it's mind-boggling it, but this is the world we live in no, and it's mind-boggling it'll never be my it's mind-boggling that this is where it's at this is no, where it's at not my world. but uh, we could get back to um we can get back to um couples and, and, and commitment on this next uh, segment in this week in social media uh, drunk husband tests his wife's love by standing in busy street with oncoming traffic and ends up getting hit by an oncoming van so just to give you just a quick backstory. 
took, understand that either. Okay. Uh, th- me either. But it took place in China, and the entire scene was about a 40-minute scene. There's a whole thing. Uh, the guy said he got into a fight with his wife, left the house, went to the bar, got shit-faced, called her up. They continued the argument. Somehow he ends up in the middle of traffic. She's there. Watch the video. She's trying to pull him out. Cause a swerve, and he's jumping out of the way. She's jumping out of the way. He's walking around. Finally, she's trying to pull him away. She runs off, and then, bang, he gets hit head-on by a van. Did he die? I'm calling bullshit on this, but I just want to make a point. Uh, these are the things that go out there on social media, right? And every time people click on stuff, they automatically think, oh, my God, this really happened. This really happened, right? But I'm going to call bullshit on this one because the article, let's use common sense for a second. The guy gets hit. By an oncoming van, I saw the video, and in the video it said he suffered from serious head injuries, uh, obviously, and, and other major injuries, right? But serious head injuries, keep that in mind. Yet, he was able to comment after the accident. <laughs> he was able to comment say he wanted to test his wife's love. I got to call bullshit on that one, folks. It's not real. It it's not real. Do <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> it is not real. It did not Maybe happen. it's all in his head, period. Yeah, that or he... Little head, big head. Yeah. Roar. Maybe he had too much fireball or Russian vodka. Yeah. <laughs> no, but things like that are getting the attention. And that's social media. That's, that's not the news. The news is too preoccupied with the politics. But social media has become crazy. Oh yeah. I mean what people are watching. I think I think it plays a huge role in, in, in distracting people from reality. Reality. You bet. Why do you th- I know it plays a role in why you don't see the HIVs or the or other or other ailments or any, any, anything that we've we've grew up on. That was there was so many people involved, so many uh, charities. I remember you I mean all the companies Everybody had a charity. Everybody wanted to do something for AIDS. Yeah. Everybody wanted to do something for abused children, abused women. Where is funding? The money is dried mm-hmm. up. They even want to. It was. It was stated today in the news that um, the lady who was with somebody she wanted to cut 18 million dollars from the Special Olympics people from that mm-hmm. group, and then Trump said, "No, that's not going to happen." When you think about what our legislators that we've elected are doing, mm. that is also a disgrace. Yeah, it is. What the politicians have been allowed to get away with and that we are not protesting even more than we should be protesting. Mm-hmm. I would love to see everybody who's HIV positive, every LGBTQ, anybody who's been touched by HIV, I'd love to see every faction involved in this country start in their big cities doing these big yeah. rallies again because in the 80s and 90s when a lot of the people were dying and passing away these were mom and pops these were the artistic groups these were the choreographers the artists the dancers and so on and you had mom and pops because I was involved yeah. with the quilt and I was involved with all of this stuff you had mom and pop groups springing up in the hospitals and all over in homes you had the support groups there's no support groups other than your health department you have the Pride Center, you have Compass, you have the World AIDS Museum. Try to find hospitals that have HIV AIDS support groups in them anymore. Mm-hmm. It's as if it's gone away. What? And that's a sin and that that's is sad. a disgrace. That's very and sad. that's one day I'm going to state the same things I'm stating here nationally. Mm-hmm. Shame on you for not covering this, Ill, this virus that's still here the mm-hmm. way it should be covered and bringing the information out through the media that they would understand, not just through Twitter, not just through a few organizations, right. but to bringing it out in the radio, in TV, nationally. You should have it every week. There should be a segment about it somewhere, locally or nationally. There should be a movie a year, not every 10 years, about AIDS. There should be a movie every year out about AIDS mm-hmm. because as long as something like that is still here and it's taking lives and it's affecting lives and it's costing this country a fortune, every year there should be a movie about HIV. Yeah, absolutely. So and and the, and the, and oh, they're so they're good. They're good stories. Uh, they're stories that affect a lot of people. And they're not depressing all the time. Yeah. In Philadelphia, in the end, he was re- he was what vindicated. A, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Did you see the Rhapsody. amazing movie? Amazing, amazing movie. incredible. The normal movie. Heart. When you yeah. have the Queen Latifah <clears throat> with the one that she just did. Um, 
It's out now again. It's coming out. Maybe. But every movie that has to do with HIV or AIDS, it's not depressing. You may have times in there where it's upsetting, but so is Alzheimer's, so is Parkinson, yeah. so is cancer, so is anything that you're going to talk about. People want to be removed from reality. Well, you're not going to be removed from a reality that wants into your body and can change your life for real. But that is where I'm coming from. Shame on the new on the media. And shame on Tollywood and shame on the news people. Shame on all of you for not taking on the issues more strongly. Absolutely. Like high blood pressure, diabetes, HIV. Mm -hmm. Shame on you. Definitely. 100% agree. Your father could be the next victim mm -hmm. That's right. patient. Your mother could be the next one. Your brother, the person you laughed at, your neighbor next door, who you thought had problems. Maybe he did have a problem. He was HIV positive and nobody cared about him and he killed himself. I love this lady. I love you. I love you. I love that attitude. This is, these it. are the I've type of people. It. I've seen it. I've been around it since 81. That's right. I've seen every facet of it. Mm -hmm. I've heard every excuse right. for it. I've dealt with teenagers. I've dealt with black and white and rich and poor and old and young. And I'm not going to go away until the Lord takes me. Because this story's got to be told. And the only way I'm going to get that platform to remove the stigma, and get people to a quality of life they deserve, get them the resources they need is to have those multi-gazillions of dollars yep. to be able to have that. And I will be on these news programs, and I will be on these national stations, and I will not change my mantra. You go get tested, you know your status, and then you take your precautions. And if mm -hmm. people around you don't support you, then they would have walked the hell of a long time ago about something else anyway. I really hope uh, the people that are watching and listening to this show, I, I really truly hope this touched someone. Uh, th this, this maybe brought something to light, something. If you know somebody that's in a situation that is not watching right now, or is not listening right now. Have them tune into this episode. Have them. I want this episode to be shared with as many people as possible because it's important. I know a lot of times we talk about a lot of fun stuff and funny stuff, but I really felt the need to have this particular show uh, because we need to raise awareness. And Susan's a great person to get in touch with. Susan, one more time. Susan. Let let our listeners know. Uh, but the other thing is, is that. We, I laughed a lot. We laughed a lot. We, we had a great... We were a team. We were IBM and Xerox. We were a team. We didn't want to buy each other out. We couldn't leave each other. We were together. But mm -hmm. we laughed. I missed the laughter. And even in this book, with the serious stuff that we were spiking 105 fever, I remember the time he did all the carrot juice. He did so much carrot juice, he comes running out of the bathroom and said, I just shit out a turd that was orange, and it looked like a carrot. <laughs> I mean, there are scenes that will be funny. And at the end, all you'll have is a woman that loved somebody that mm -hmm. much. But right. there are so many times and so, when he wouldn't take the meds, all these meds he was having to take, they were killing him. But he wouldn't take them. He had to take them with fat. And we were always so healthy, mm -hmm. and he was so healthy. And he had to take these medications with fatty things. So one morning, I said, fuck this. And I said, I'm getting a Snickers bar. I took out a Snickers bar, and I put all the damn medications in the Snickers bar <laughs> and said, breakfast is served. <laughs> and we had so many great times, That's even great. through this illness. That's all in your book, too, those stories? Everything is in this book. How could our listeners uh, find that book? It's How on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. If the store wants to order it, fine. If not, you can go online to Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can go on my website. We have it all there. It says order here. We have PayPal. If you want to just charge it and get it from my publisher, you can find Susan Lee Mintz in Boca Raton. Believe Can you me. autograph those books for oh, me, please? Oh, of course I will. That's why I brought them. And then also, <laughs> I need a publisher desperately to buy Safe Sex Never Tasted So Good, a.k.a. Mrs. Boner from Boca, who's been around since 1990, and now I want to sell this book to a publisher who wants to make a trillion dollars and take care of this for me because I don't want this. This baby needs to go to a home now that can really take this globally because this book was ahead of its time and it's still somewhere on there. But I don't know. Fine, call me on that one too. You can reach me at susanmintz.com S-Mintz S-M-I-N-T-Z 7179 <laughs> at AOL.com. <laughs> they didn't have 69. I had to have 69. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. My post office box was 106. Now, what do you want from me? But While I'm Susan's signing those books for me, shout out to Silver Ball Museum. I wanted to save the best for last. Awesome. Uh, one of our other sponsors on the show. Uh, I got a representing. Shout out to Dana. Got to wear the shirt. Love the shirt. Very comfortable. You could get a shirt, too, if you go to Silver Ball Museum, Delray Beach, Florida, Atlantic Avenue, 
Just across the tracks, baby. I say it every time. Just across the tracks. If you're at the Bruise Room having a couple pops, cross those tracks. It's right there. Two stories. Vintage arcades from the 1940s all the way to today. Pinball machines, video games, skee-ball. They have a bar upstairs. Brand new bar. They serve food. They have beer. They have wine. Come on. Much Come on, folks. Come on, We're folks. We're going there after this show. You could get shit-faced and play video games. <laughs> I mean, you could really nerd out. So fucking nerd out, everybody. Then you could lick up. a toilet seat. <clears throat> you could, if you want to lick a toilet seat, if you want to record your farts, <laughs> if you want to stand in front of the tracks and, and see if your girlfriend or your wife loves you and pulls you away from the train, you, you could do it all at the Silver Ball Museum. <laughs> Hit them up, everybody. Delray Beach, shout out. Did you have any last questions about HIV to talk about? Because you gave me a bunch. <clears throat> We're we're pretty good. we're good. I think we're good. I want I, I want to uh, save a little mystery for our listeners that are interested to talk to you directly. Uh, so I'm glad you gave your contact information. Yeah, my phone number's <clears> in there too. <clears> I'm but. gonna blast this out on social media. I want people to to hear it. It's a very important subject. Yeah, the website's and very very concise. Excellent. I mean, it's not selling a lot of stuff. Like my books are on there, but the <clears> interviews <throat> are phenomenal. They talk to it, they tell you every aspect of my life. Interviewed yep. by different people. It's very 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 concise and precise and like i said guys and girls if uh this episode touch you in any way or you know will touch somebody uh susan's the person to reach out to watch this episode tune in talk to susan get in touch with her she's the one to talk to for it and uh please continue to like and follow us on social media facebook and instagram at a guy think podcast twitter at a guy think pod the youtube channel that you're watching us on right now a guy think podcast youtube channel the mailbag, you can hit us up at a guy think podcast at gmail.com. Give us a call, 856-441-6386. Website, again, change, upgrade, guythinkpodcast.com. Click subscribe. Give us five stars on Apple iTunes. It helps us grow the show. Next show, this Monday, April 1st, with country singer all the way down from Tennessee, baby, Alex Butler. Nice. He's performing live this weekend at Tin Roof in Delray Beach, Florida. Going to be an amazing show. Check him out. Thank you, Chris, my cousin from Hemp Boca for coming out and supporting the show and being here. HempBoca.com, check them out. CBD oil, anything you need for pain, discomfort, anything at all, you hit them up. They're the best in the game. I hope you all have a great night. Thank you, Susan. Oh, wonderful. Oh, it's wonderful.